Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 337. No, that's totally wrong. 377 for October 22nd, 2020. So it's actually 1022. Hey, I like that. Anyways, so I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. I'm another one, Adriel. And I'm the last of your hosts this evening, Random Dave. Okay, so totally, uh, can somebody fix this whole, you know, show notes and the, the order? order? Is, I just it's went. Trevor, I just, and it I says felt, Random Dave, and I felt it like says Random Kelly, Dave wasn't going now, fast enough. And I'm, and like, I'm, 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 I'm the host, but I'm third. That needs to fix. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I can't. I have, I'm obsessed by it. <laughs> Keep scrolling back to it. Kelly's ADD. <laughs> It's my OCD, not ADD, but yeah, I am actually a little ADD too. But anyway, say hey. Hey, Dave. Hey, everybody. Hey, Kelly. How have you been? I have been all right. I've been uh, been super busy at work. I got a promotion, so I've been working in a new role. Thank you. That's awesome. And I tore down a back fence on our property and put in a 40-foot retaining wall, so. Oh, you've been busy. And a fence, yeah. So I've been mostly soloing that, and it's been, uh, yeah, it's been busy. Cool. And you also did some things yeah. in guns this week. I know. I know I, for sure. I actually, for once, have something in guns to report. I, Excellent. <clears throat> yeah. So why don't we get into what we did in guns? See, this is a, called a segue, right? Anyways. Okay. Uh, so this little weird nerdy <laughs> thing you write around. <laughs> All right. So what we did in guns uh, this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Canada's premier firearms retailer. So right now they have the Bagheera uh, B14 in 6.5 Creedmoor. So P. RC. What exactly is that? 6.5 PRC. It's like a, a super round that super is duper. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. All the cool kids are using it these days. Uh, so not that would be five. you? Hmm? That would be no, you? No, I don't have 6.5. I'm not that cool. I thought, thought, thought 6.5 Creedmoor was the cool one. I know. No, no. Cool 6.5 Creedmoor is old news now. 6.5 PRC is the new hot. Okay. So what's the difference between PRC and Creedmoor? Some letters. Yes. One second. That's Probably okay. people shooting it have rolled up pant legs and they're sipping a twenty dollar coffee. There's the Creedmoor. Yes. There's the PRC. More powder. Oh. More powder. Oh, it's it's a little hotter. It's bigger. It's it's bigger. It's bigger. And hotter. It's batter. It's, it's bigger. It's hotter. <laughs> yeah. It's not anywhere near ten thousand uh, joules if you load it with pistol powder, is it? Mm. Oh, I mean, crap. once it'll do it once. Okay. Ah, crap. Bam. So, how much is it that they're? Uh, that they're selling us for sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty awesome. Good. Okay, so Bagheera is actually a pretty good rifle too. So let's Whoa. do it. Let's go out and buy it. Since uh, Adriel, are you okay with me turning over to Dave? Since he you do whatever uh, actually, you want. You're the host. I know. This is your show. I'm, I'm doing. Uh, oh, thank you. It <laughs> was. Adrian, or Abe, sorry, Dave. Dave, what did you do in guns this week? 
Well, I ate some salad just now. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, by the way, hasn't eaten people. So everyone eat and then post what you're eating in the show chat and let Kelly know. It's girthier. Thank you. That's what enter is. Okay, go. Six five PRC. Oh dear. So okay. I bought a Grey Birch uh, LDR. Yeah. I'm almost ready to shoot rifles. So I figured since that appeared to be being the official uh, rifle of Slimefire Radio, I yeah, think well better. I better get one before Trevor gets one, so I can rub it in his face when he buys one. He's okay. just following the rest of it. So seriously, how many of us have one of those? Everybody, raise their hands that have have one of those now. Okay, okay. so random Dave. We also have Adriel, and we also have Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these things is not like the other. He's not on the show <laughs> tonight, but anyways, so. He's off dealing drugs in an alley somewhere, we think, or, I don't know, racing RC car or something like that. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. That's my first firearms purchase in, like, a year and a half. Oh, oh right. Other than the Tavor I didn't buy in, right. in March. Other March. Other than that one. Yeah. I have to ask, though, when's the last time that you used your 1022? Uh, last time I shot my 1022 would have been at the charity shoot. Okay. When was that? From Heller. That was last July. And prior to that? Uh, Would have been the charity shoot before that in Rustic Goosh. Which was? (laughs) The July before that. Okay. So So, I've shot 1022s twice in the last two years. Right. So what's the plan? I don't know. It was pretty. I wanted it. It's pretty and you wanted it. So, okay. I've got to find some crown land to shoot on. Right. You got the LDR? Okay. Did you get it in the six, uh, 16 or the 12.5? Yeah, I got it in the 16. Okay. Which is, yeah. Neither um, here nor there, but I like the way it looks better. So. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I'm going to enjoy that. I've been, I have my, my 1022, but I had sort of a crappy 1980s Tasco scope on it, and the stock doesn't fit me right, and blah, I hated yeah. it. So. so this one comes with a, a Magpul Hunter stock and exactly. it comes with the LDR uh, receiver and it comes with the, you, you got the 16 point or the 16 inch uh, Sexy carbon fiber and yeah. they were on for 15 or sorry they were on for $599 like the barrel itself was like $400 mm-hmm. like come on right and then you had the receiver and then you had the stock as well and then oh sorry this is actually kind of a sticking point, isn't it? You didn't get the discount that they offered last week. I emailed them and asked them. So hopefully they email me back and say, yes, we applied it to your order. Okay. That would be the nice so thing. any of our listeners who are listening and then want to take advantage of this, go to graybirchsolutions.com and you can get uh, their rifles and use plant Wait, wait, wait. wait. Shh, shh, shh. Don't. You have to get the code by liking or joining the Maple Seed group. This is correct. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to actually. So I'm going to go and talk to Steve. They have to actually verify that you've liked and shared. Yeah, Adriel. Keep that right? <laughs> Retroactively, go yeah, back in time. Go back. This too is, late. This is a, like, that's a fantastic, fantastic deal already. And then you get a 15% discount. And I verified that the uh, discount code is working now. So you can go and do nice. that another way. Yeah. Well, I kind of I've been looking at buying one of those uh, Magpul Hunter stocks for like a couple of years, but every time I look at them, I'm like, "What the crap? Those are expensive for a stock for a crappy little ten twenty two. 
So I wanted something a little nicer and I was thinking about buying a barrel. Sorry, Ryan, I was going to buy one of yours. And then uh, this deal came along and I'm like, well, what the hell? <laughs> it's so cheap. Yeah, so you might as well. Why not? Yeah. So, the on- so the only thing you need now is a bolt uh, group and you also need a... Action screw, charging and handle. handle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah okay. All the little bits and bobs. Yeah, but it's still... So, yeah, and I think it's it's an opportunity to spend a couple bucks and actually build a nicer 1022. Yeah. Loan. So, mine's been shot a lot in the last couple of weeks, and it's performing fantastic. Beautiful. Neat. Love it. Nice. Yeah. Which one did you get? So, I got the uh, CLR, sorry, or CDR Classic, and the 16 16- I didn't actually I already had the hundred stock, so I only needed the receiver and I only needed the barrel, right? And actually, oh. it was done. By the way, it was donated as part of um, Project Maple Seed. So I have been letting everybody shoot my rifle, and it's been fantastic, performing really, really well. More that's being shot, the better. The um, obviously the barrel is getting fouled in, and it's um, you know really super accurate. So it's love it, love it, love how it. Out, how far out have you shot it? Mm been just been shooting it at maple seeds so just the 25 yeah so but i want to find a 500 yard spot and just see how it shoots yeah okay if you find a 500 yard spot why don't we all you like converge on like your place crown land you can fly out got a farm you guys should fly out here because i've got 500 yards easy yeah 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 and we don't have to isolate either do we No, we can yeah. hug and everything. Be awesome. Yeah, because Alberta doesn't give a care about anything. Yeah, right Alberta now. does whatever the f they want. Yeah. Alberta yeah. f, yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a license that says uh, I do what I want. <laughs> Just gotta pull that out. Yeah. All right. well, I'm looking forward to next summer when hopefully Borden's open and we can get out there again because I I shot a couple uh, 300 yard matches. Against guys with 6.5 Creedmoors with my 1022, and it, it went very well at 100 yards, and it went very piss poorly at 200 when they could actually lay down. 100 mm-hmm. yards standing, mm-hmm. so 100 yards, I just mopped the floor with them, and then we backed off to 200 yards, and things just, <laughs> the wheels fell off. <laughs> the wheels so, fell off? For me, yeah. You know, I was shooting okay. against guys with... You know, Savage Tens and six point five Creed more prone at a hundred, two hundred yards. So this guy blaming That's his good. equipment all the time. Come on, it is. Plus, I suck. So. Mm. You know, that's the only issue. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the fact you're shooting a twenty two. Shut up. Medium distance. Shut up. <laughs> the sun was also in my eyes. My shoelaces were tied together. It's uh, yeah, yeah. That'll do. Anyway, anyway, I had fun. I fired like fifty rounds. It cost me like. A dollar. <laughs> so it was a good day. Yep. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's all I did. Well, you did something, and I'm very proud of you. I'm very happy and excited for you, and I want to go shooting with you. Oh, thank you. Yes, Harold. It was also my optics. I was shooting a uh, <laughs> shooting my 1980s Tasco scope. <laughs> oh dear. Did so, the uh, did the lens fall out? No, but I was using a dimed dial up and down. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. There's no, there's no like MOA clicks. It's just a, it's just a loose dial. You just yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. It's just just pray and hope. Oh, somewhere dime, around there, I, I guess. I dropped my dime, and then I had to go find my dime again. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was very ghetto. I felt that people with banjos should have been following me around playing them. <laughs> Would have been appropriate. <laughs> but again, it cost me a dollar. So whatever. 
whatever. Okay. It's the only right. match I've ever shot where my match fee was more than my ammo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right, Adriel, what did you do then, Guns This Week? Oh, you know, I was thinking, like, I didn't do anything last weekend, but I just remembered. I did. You did. I, did. Yeah, I know I, you did. I had a maple seed, yeah. I was you like, no, that was a long time ago. No, okay. it, was, it was on the weekend. <laughs> so, we have to talk. Okay. Because my maple seed had zero rain. Mm. How about yours? What was the weather Zero like? rain. <laughs> zero rain. <laughs> you, had, you had solid rain. Oh, we had snow, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was uh, the the coldest Saturday in six years <laughs> so for the, the October 17th. The next day was the coldest on record. Now, the coldest on record, also 20 kilometer an hour winds. Yeah. Oh, it was wow. chilly. Like it was a pe- people were not prepared, and I can't blame them. Like normally, it's like you know, dress for any weather kind of a thing. But when you have a record-setting weekend, uh, it was uh, surprisingly cold. And yeah. uh, so I, everyone that- was everyone was wearing all their clothes. Like I bring layers, and it's like all the layers are going on. All the layers, all all the things. Oh. Yeah, you sent me a picture, and it was. I looked at it, and and everybody, you know, those kids, you know, from. You know, like they had the snowsuits and you can't bend your arms. That's what they looked like. Everybody was wearing all the clothes mm-hmm. that they had. So people weren't prepared for it. They didn't understand that Why? it's like I don't know. You're uh, mid-October in for... Edmonton? No, it was record-breaking cold. Okay. but Record-breaking. Like... Coldest on record. Plus okay. 20 kilometer on the winds. Okay. Like, here's, what wow. you, here's what you do. Google weather forecast. Right? Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is look at the forecast, and just and wear all your clothes, <laughs> everything you got in your car. Just pull it out. You got you got a blanket in your car. Pull that out. Pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah, you actually have your uh, little red sleeping bag? Slash I snow wish. Suit? I wish I would have brought that out because I would have been fine in that thing. Yeah, My yeah. wearable sleeping bag. Mm, yeah, mm, would have been like clutch. Everyone would have been jelly. <laughs> No such luck. <laughs> Somebody would have rolled you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, you would have yeah. actually ended up. It's naked, red, so it's naked like, yeah, in, been... a, in a snowbank. Yeah. No, with <laughs> Alberta. Yeah. With COVID. What else I do? Yeah. Um, I ordered some Hurtenberger. Hurtenberg? Hurtenberger? I don't know. Hurtenberger. Whatever. Yeah. That surplus 308 stuff uh for my m1 grand so cool. uh one of the guys from the three gun club was ordering some and i'm like hey, hey hey are they shipping to you my name in there huh are no they're shipping, shipping to him oh we're, okay they're shipping okay. to him and then i'm gonna get it off of him at some point okay i think that was from wolverine supplies that was from wolverine supplies oh, you Ooh, by the way they have a killer deal on 1022s today if you're watching live oh yeah they've got a like 275 or something like that for a, a 1022 oh crap Ooh, so i was just gonna Ooh. say that bullseye also has a really killer deal on 1022s as well so go over there yeah you know? bullseye has a bunch of selection wolverine i think they just have the one but the price is whoa, so it good like because it's yeah. 10 22 just today yeah, Don't today do it. 10 22 hey you know what um i ordered a bunch of 10 22 parts so i went on brownells um i had been ordering from like the last and local local places but okay. uh i have to I, needed, ask. I needed lots of parts okay somebody told me on the weekend that the last getting out of 10 22 did you hear that uh i didn't hear that but they ran out of all their stuff like all their bolts are gone all the charging handles are gone i I'm think looking. it's just i think it's just the uh I think uh, that political pe- 
no, whatever I going on right now. Think more buying. people are shooting rimfire and they're buying rimfire, and therefore they didn't have the supplies that they're they were normally. Maybe. You know what I mean? Because they still got a bunch of barrels and that kind of thing, just not exactly. like truck yeah. handles and. Does that you know, not mean they'd be staying in the game if they're selling that much of it? Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, but they're out of. Uh, I was looking at a couple of extended rails, mm-hmm. and they're out of them. So I really mm. want those. So. Mm. But. You know where I saw the last grails for sale? Brownells. Really? Yeah, they sell their stuff through Brownells. Cool. I didn't buy it from there. That would be hilarious, though. <laughs> I know. I'm Buying waiting Canadian for it to come parts in stock from there. Place and then shipping it back to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Come back home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so what did I order for parts? Uh, extractors. Uh, mag releases. They had a sale on their mag releases. $6.99 for their extended like paddle-style mag release, the, the Brownells branded one. So I got a couple of those. Uh, charging handles. They oh, that, that's the other thing. I've I've been I've been looking for the SGA uh, cheek risers, black, and I can't find them. I can't find them in Canada. So they had them, and I ordered. I, I found like some ta- some uh, what is that? Uh, coyote or or whatever. Yeah. Uh, dark earth coyote, something not black, and I was like, no, but my stocks are black. So, anyways, they had some of those, so I ordered them. Uh, Did they not have any on Wish? (laughs) I Wish. Or Alibaba? I would buy some off Wish or Alibaba. It's just a chunk of plastic. I just needed to fit on there. It's like, yeah, the 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 nickel and diming on the on the Magpul X22. Like you get the nice stock, and then you also have to buy all these other parts if you want to make it useful. Right, but just do it. It's a really nice stock. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and then I ordered uh, Vortex Venom. Uh, you did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what are you going to put that on i'm going to put the vortex venom on this guy oh this is the this okay. is a little baby uh gray birch uh ready to ready rifle almost ready yeah. rifle. Yeah. yeah it's uh so it's it's uh magpul x22 stock it's their red dot ready receiver so it takes like these yep. glock plates glock plates yep. on the top there uh and a 12 inch barrel and did it come with the plates it came with the plates. Yeah. And, nice. uh, and they also sold the plates separate in case you need them. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I could have got another uh, Hollow Sun, but the Vortex was cheap and they got lifetime warranty and whatnot. So you use it. whatever. Yeah. I figured I'd, I'd grab one of those and, and then I can try I can compare the difference between them because I think a lot of people who are looking at the Vortex Venom are also looking at the, at the Hollow, Hollow Sun. Suns. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, I've got mostly good parts in here, but there's still a couple things I need to replace. I need to like what? mag release. I'm going to put release. the big extended one on charging handle. going to put a fancier one on there. Yeah. Fancier. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise it's got, it's got the Delask, uh, bolt, the, uh, Diamond cut. There you go. There you go. Little diamonds on the side there. It just looks fancy, and they're easier to clean. The machined bolts oh, are easier to clean yeah. than the Ruger ones. The Ruger ones are a little yeah. bit more porous, and, they're and they kind of hold on to the crud a little bit better. These ones, uh, I shot my other bolt, and I cleaned it up and put it into this other rifle, and it was way easier to clean. So, yeah, I'm going to put a Vortex Venom on top of there and okay. uh, cheek rest of some kind, and. Uh, yeah, it should be good to go. So this is uh, my idea with this is that this is going to be a youth rifle for youth that are going that I can't do scopes or anything like that. So I pulled all the uh, spacers out of the back, so it's nice yeah. and short. It's really short, and uh, yeah, 
Should watch your hands in front, though. Be a fun. Uh, you 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 have to put your hand pretty far out to uh, yeah, to get it in yeah. front of the muzzle. Yeah, I could put a stop on there. I could put a I could put a stop on the front. That would look stop. so ugly. But yes, you should. Or you could just not stick your hand on the end of the gun. <laughs> True. Yeah. Actually, if I put if I put a sling uh, sling QD push button thing yeah, yeah, there, yeah. it, it yeah. won't matter. Your, yeah, your handle stop. You're there. right. Yeah. So okay. that's neat. And then uh, what else do you guess? This guy here. So this is <gasps> um, Dave was describing the uh, LDR, which is the long distance version, yep. and that's got the 16 inch barrel and it's got the 20 MOA rail, and that's what this has here. So. Uh, this is more my long range CRPS, um, and that kind of thing. Maybe a RPS if I have some time for it. I've got a tactical solutions, uh, mag release on there. I've got the Delask charging handle on there. Uh, Delask fancy bolt, BX trigger. And it's all upgraded. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've actually got the, uh, uh, cup on this one. Uh, this is an off brand one. I think I just got this off eBay and I just like epoxied it in there. It's not going anywhere. I don't care. And then same thing up there. Um, yeah, that's fine, right? I, I I haven't done the uh, the hasty or anything like that with the sling swivel on the bottom and on the side. I gotta imagine that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what like, I have. That's how I ran my Air Fifteen last yeah. year. Worked great. I was just wondering about like the hand placement and torque no. from the sling and all that kind of stuff. Whether no, bottom would be better or on the side or okay. Whether it so I have the key bottom, bottom front. Bottom. Yeah, bottom, bottom front. front. Yeah. Side back, all good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I'm also using the Burris Z rings here, so I've got a plus ten on the back, plus uh, mm-hmm. minus ten on the front to give it a little bit more cant. Even more. So I hope that I will run. I hope that this is like pretty close to as much elevation as as a scope can possibly handle, uh, so that it gives me lots of elevation the other way to uh, to shoot really far. Yay! Nice. Yep. So I'm going to take those out this weekend and uh, and shoot those. Uh, my brother's going to be in town, so. I'm going to use the opportunity to have him like go through like buckets of crappy ammo through both of those and just really foul in the barrels. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else I do? Um, oh yeah. So I assembled those, those 1022s. Um, I leveled a, an accusation of academic misconduct to the CMAJ about the spin doctors. Uh, nice. <laughs> their most recent, uh, uh, article that they put up journal article, uh, uh, had some specifics about uh, gun control, and they, and they didn't mention that um, uh, who was in there. Ahmed was one of the people in there. Gomez was another one. Uh, there was both, Drummond too. Uh, no, Drummond wasn't in there. No, I'm uh, surprised. He was, uh, he was reached out. To, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But um, uh, so anyway, so they were both in this journal, and they didn't declare any uh, conflicts of interest, which right. is like a pretty big no-no for for an academic journal. Uh, because it is a conflict. If you are a part of an anti-gun activist group, that is a conflict of interest to you doing research on stuff that has to do with gun yeah, control. No kidding. Yeah, no, no doubt. So I Lord. complained about that in there, and then Tracy wrote an article about it as well. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I felt good. I felt good to. Uh, <laughs> You felt good to actually be able to send it? This person's the head of the CMA, the Canadian Medical Association. It's like, academic misconduct. (laughs) I don't think it'll go anywhere because uh, I don't don't think they really care. But uh, they say they care. 
they say they care on their website. Well, they yeah. they care if it was anything else, right? But yeah. guns, yeah. no one cares. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's guns, guns are bad. Whatever you can do is good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I leveled that in there. And then I noticed that like CBC and a bunch of these other uh, news places had picked it up and they had gotten comments from Gomez and Drummond and they had pretended like they were just random doctors. Like this person's ahead of this trauma thing. This person over here is just some random surgeon. Oh, and they're talking about how we need more like red flag laws that are specific for doctors and completely skip the process that we have in place right now. We also need, uh, you know, some more limits on this and that and the other thing. But they didn't say, Oh, by the way, these these are activists, yeah, right? They're, they're, and they are on the board for uh, Doctors for Gun Control. Yeah, they're so executives. I on actually, this board. Yeah. so I was on Twitter, right? Because Twitter, by the way, Twitter is accessible. I'm never, I'm never but, on Twitter. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> loves it. I am. <laughs> Trevor anyways, says it's awesome. Everyone should. So be. I was following Doctor Drummond because mm-hmm. he, but he has some definite ideas and uh he was stating uh something so this past week is a week about mental health right Mm -hmm. so we've been talking about it and talking about it at work and things like that because where i work there's uh, quite a bit of um higher incidence or higher rate of ptsd anyways so i got banned by dr drummond because i asked him a question i said listen typical okay so i was I'm Kelly. I'm very nice. I'm one of the nicest people I know. Anyways. <laughs> I was modest, too. So he was, he was talking about, you know, uh, getting rid of guns and different things. So I said, listen, I said, you're a doctor. I said, why can't you advocate for something like, for example, you know, providing services? Like, let's actually, instead of removing the guns, let's do preemptively provide services for the people who are asking for it. I said, I work in an environment where PTSD is significantly higher. I said, we're asking for this. So, you know, why can't you advocate for that? And he went, ban. (laughs) I'm going, what did I say? Because you weren't a raving fanboy. (laughs) Yeah. So that's basically my my interaction with Dr. Drummond. It wasn't very nice, actually. I didn't really like getting banned. Like I was talking sense, like that just makes sense. Well, that's that'll be let that be a lesson to you. Anyway, yeah, yeah. One of the the things like that dude is is crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a crazy anti gunner. Um, (laughs) I I commented on the on the CBC article. I uh, made a complaint to their ombudsman because it's like, okay, you grab some some authors of the study, and then you randomly grab this like stark raving mad anti gunner who you like don't flag out as a stark raving mad activist is an activist. Right. And, uh, I claimed about, I complained to the CBC about that. And then I Googled around and all the other news are like, uh, agencies had, uh, made the same mistake. And well, it is, a, it is they, a mistake because they're right. acting as the PR arm of, uh, of an activist group, uh, un- right. unknowingly. Right. So they need to, uh, they need to Who's know about unknow- that. So who's unknownly acting? The Toronto Post, CBC, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, CTV, Global. They all, uh, because the CMA put out a, a, a press release saying like, oh, this thing went out and it found like this, these rates of suicide and that kind of thing. Like the, the, the study itself was tangential to gun control. Yep. Uh, but the comments were right on the nose. Like they immediately started using this. Like I, I think one of the thing they're, they're, things they're trying to do is to get some more up-to-date evidence that they can use uh, to support their legislation that they want to push through. 
So mm-hmm. doing these kinds of studies helps with manufacturing more recent uh, reports that, uh, that they can then leverage. Okay. So that, that, that's why uh, Gomez in the CBC article uh, was calling for uh, additional restrictions and that kind right. of thing afterwards. So what well. they're pushing and what their narrative is, is that uh, 50% of all gun di- are, are all gun no, way deaths. Way more than that. Are, well, no, they were saying 50% of all gun deaths in Canada are suicides, right? And it's for, and of that, that's rural um, men who are a particular age group is what yeah. they're saying, basically. Yeah. So they want to actually ban firearms so that um, men who are in well, their, their start on it was was they want Drummond's pushing the uh, his specific red flag. So, like in Canada, you can raise a safety a public safety concern with the RCMP. The RCMP okay. will investigate, and then based on their findings, they may like seize or not seize your firearms. Totally. What he wants something. What he wants is doctor court order. Doctor is able to go to the court and say, "No, I want this guy's firearms taken from him." And Correct. no investigation. It just goes through. Correct. That's, That's the difference. If, if 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 you're wondering about what the difference is I'm and why they're talking, because in the article they're talking about like, oh, Canada doesn't have red flag laws, and Dr. Do. Drummond wants them, and uh, and we should get them. That makes sense. And they were talking about a bunch of other stuff. Oh, it makes sense that we should have safe storage laws. It's like we already got. We already do. Safe, yeah. So everything uh, the, we the articles do. were uh, a a really weird mix of we already have this. Oh, but he's asking for like more. More, more, right. more, more of all the okay. stuff. It's just fun fact. Dr. Drummond lives in Smith Falls, which is a rural community. He is over the age of the people that are at risk. <laughs> and he also has firearms, believe it or not. And he's hmm. somebody who wants to take, anyways, just thought I'd let you know. Fun facts. Ta-da. Fun right. facts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> um, uh, I think like two things. One, uh, clearly academic malpractice by uh, misconduct yeah. by, by these two people, which should do something should do something it won't in this case but it should and then two um either willingly or unwillingly these news places are um acting as mouthpieces for them because they're Mm -hmm. they're pretending that they're putting out neutral unbiased reports when actually they are they got an axe to grind and they're using the news places to uh, and they're using um the cma to push this uh stuff for them they're yes, using yeah. the CMA to push out uh, uh, press releases and that kind of thing on their behalf. And then these news places reach out to Gomez or, or whoever, and uh, they start getting comments from them. And then they start pushing for the laws that they want. Correct. Doctors pushing a political agenda. That is, that is a bad idea on so many levels. Well, like if, if it was something very related to their... Uh, area of expertise like maybe but like gun control is not related to their area not very related to their area of expertise like you can treat a gunshot wound but it doesn't mean that you know anything about like criminal uh criminology or uh how these offenses happen or any of that kind of stuff it just means like you someone came in leaking uh to your uh emergency room right right that's exactly it yeah and it's a strange argument as well that just banning guns and people won't commit suicide i mean that right well stupid. like they're well, they're asking for lots of different things like they're taking yeah. a lot of different angles at it um it's uh uh they want that special red flag law they they want like uh restrictions they, on more types of guns but it's like oh wait a minute why types of guns that doesn't make any sense well because any any means necessary they have they have an end goal and any means in the middle 
are uh, honorable to hit that goal. That's the way right. they're treating it. But unfortunately, there's other things that are like, for example, pills and and uh, and hanging are more people have died by that as opposed to guns. However, they're targeting the gun. So anyways, we have gone down a rabbit hole. And oh, really? Like, it's related. Like, like guns are guns. Yeah. It's, it's related. 67%. Kelly, it's 67% of the yeah. deaths from firearms. Are but, when you act- yeah. but when you actually look at it, only 16% of suicides involve a firearm. 44% is hanging. 25% yeah, is poisoning. That's- Right. So you're yeah. focusing on like 15 percent of the problem and not right. all the issues. And and ridiculous. Uh, and of that, it, it is a mental health issue, and it's a bunch <laughs> right. of old guys here. I don't know. They're bored. They got nothing to do. They've been drinking too Women much. Women tend they... to be less messy. Just letting you know, mm-hmm. we're considerate and <laughs> less effective and less effective. <laughs> what's what's the what's the difference between like success and not success between men and women? Is it 77 percent? Men. Men. Is it 77 men. cents on the dollar? <laughs> men get things done. No, no, no. Women. <laughs> That's wrong. I was, trying to, I was trying to throw a terrible joke in there. You're not letting me. All right. That was fine. a good joke. I, la- I laughed. <laughs> I laughed at Kelly, though. Hers was better. That was awkward. Yeah. We need to cut that out as a, like a, we need to no. do a clip. We need to do a clip no, show no, where it's just clips of Kelly being awkward oh, that'd be every day <laughs> all the time all right adriel you're the editor right. i'm not editing anything come on what are you talking about mm. you know what show this is yes <laughs> i listened to last week oh yoy <laughs> anyways okay anything else mm. adriel no 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 okay all right, so I haven't been on in a couple of weeks, but I'll let you guys know that I've continued with my Wednesday night skeet nights. Uh, we've given the pond a little bit of a rest and the ducks a rest because they're not coming back to the pond because they know they're going to get shot at. So uh, we've gone back to skeet shooting on Wednesday nights and fantastic. Uh, but um, my club, my local club, has decided that we're going to actually be able to shoot into November now. They've extended Wednesday night skeet nights. Cause, awesome. Yeah, because Wednesday nights typically close at the beginning of October, and it just we have Wednesday night and Sundays. And like, I'm too busy on Sundays. I Wednesday night is my night to go out and you know bust some clays and basically spend some time just gabbing with Kelly and you know. We can we can go out. They have lights anyway, so why not do night shoots? Nice. So, so they extended it to November because of COVID, which is fantastic. Anyways, uh, just to let you know, uh, if anybody knows of some 28 gauge, you know, it's getting kind of scarce. 28 gauge, 20 gauge as well. So Trevor, no one could have predicted buying this. it all. No Trevor's one could have predicted that. all of it, so you can't get it. It's got a whole house full of 28 gauge shells now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you're saying you're saying this weird shell that almost no one uses. It's hard to I find. Know. It's hard to find. Yeah. You were Never warned. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. <sighs> I know, and I haven't been reloading yet either, so it's kind of like. Bleh. So I'm trying to find it. So if anybody knows good deals, let me know. And it's like five years worth. Yeah, actually, we'll a pay premium. We'll do like. A few cases. You're Anyways. probably going to have to wait until next year and then buy it in bulk because ammo, ammo is still available in Canada right now. It's not going to be very shortly. Soon. Yeah. So what we're seeing is we are seeing uh, 
SFRC was also kind of, we were, Kelly and I were talking about it on uh, Wednesday that, or sorry, yesterday, yesterday was Wednesday, uh, that, uh, yeah, SFRC is also seeing some issues with that too, so. Hmm. We could Anyways. always order, like, European ammo and that kind of thing. It's just, it's going to cost a lot more. It's going to be a lot more expensive, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. No. All right. So the other thing that I've been doing is I have been doing maple seeds. So we went out to the Johnson Ranch last weekend and yeah, there was no rain. Fantastic. First time ever. It was like supposed to rain on the Sunday. It didn't rain. Uh, it was a little cold, a little frosty on Saturday. Woke up and it was like minus four degrees and there was like frost everywhere. But by the end of the day on Saturday, it was like, I don't know. 15, 16 degrees, so it was, it was pretty good. And some people that were supposed to shoot on Sunday, they emailed me and said, hey, it looks like rain on Sunday. Can we transfer over to Saturday? We didn't have a full line on either of the shoots. And the reason is because, well, COVID, but also because of hunting season. And I don't know what else. Anyways, so I said, sure, transfer over to Saturday. So we had uh, eight or nine people on the line on Saturday. We had less instructors on Saturday than we did on Sunday. But it was still a fantastic shoot on Saturday. Had a great time. We had more shooters, or sorry, less shooters on Sunday. We had four of them on the line. That's it on, on, on Sunday. But we had five instructors. So we had more instructors than we had actually shooters. And we ended up uh, having, so the shooters themselves had one-on-one -on -one instruction throughout the whole entire day. And they were at a really high caliber um, shooters as well the participants were so we had a fantastic day it was just so great we um we got in more mq or mq2s which are maple seed qualifying tasks uh we had a break for lunch which we never do because we were actually ahead of time and we also we finished half an hour early and it was like I could have thrown in another MQT. I I know. Small right? group, lots of instructors. Yeah. Exactly, and almost every single one of them um, got the rifle in patch. Um, one guy missed out. He was running a bolt action. He was new to it, but he actually he scored over two two hundred. Like it was like eh, this much. Um, we had one guy on the line. He was a, he was a younger guy, uh, but he scored a two forty with a stock Ruger ten twenty two that was like older than he was and also with a fixed four power scope it was like and he just he nailed it so yeah he scored, scored a 240 out of a possible 250 right so it's 10 points Where's the i mean if, if you were gonna pick like uh gear that wasn't the best but still pretty well suited a fixed four scope and a 1022 would be what i would go with yep yeah even if it's yep. old that's still yep. great so the morning, what the first shoot they, the first target they shoot is the Mad Minute, which is their baseline target. And uh, when they went to shoot it, I'm going, okay, there's some work to do. All right, okay, because I'm asking how many of them were able to get all three shots into the 100, 200. So we had, I think, one in got the 100 and one got the 200 and nobody got the three or more right so i'm going okay we got we got we got some work to do and then we actually did the first point of instruction we put on a sling and we fitted the rifles to them and then all of them actually were able to get into the one inch square 
from then on. Awesome. It was like, it was just like they were nailing it. And I'm going, okay, I'm done. Kept saying, we're done. We can go home. We're done. We can go <laughs> home. Just like, and then at the end of it, it was so much fun. It was probably one of the best shoots I've ever been to because the people were extremely engaged. The weather was fantastic. And it was just like, they were pumping out those numbers and there it was just like it was like the sun moon and everything aligned it was fantastic we had a great time it was a really really good shoot and the instructors the instructors were fantastic as well like and we had an opportunity to work one-on-one -on -one with everybody so typically what we do is at the end of the shoot when we award the uh, rifleman patches you know the uh, shoot boss will um, award the rifleman patches but I didn't do that my decision was anybody who got their rifleman patch whoever worked with them that day was going to award it because huh. they spent the whole entire day with that person and so nice. all of the instructors were able to hand out rifleman patches it was awesome it was that's a fantastic day. yeah that's fun anyways that's what I've been doing I'm getting ready also for another Maple Seed this weekend. We're going out to London, so we're going to see some of our friends. So I'm going to get to see uh, Rick Woods. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have some fun out there. We're doing also a QCIF, which is the Canadian University Shooting Federation. We're doing a shoot with them on Sunday, too. And I get to see my friend Emily Brown. It's going to be so much fun. But I have to pack. I already got the trailer. I already got everything kind of you know, done because I have to work tomorrow and then I have to actually, it's a five hour drive from here and I have Oof, to drive through no the center geez. of Toronto and it's Oof. like, ugh. It's no six hour drive or seven. It's going to be six or seven hours to <laughs> London tomorrow. So yay. But anyways, that's it. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Mike is saying that Profit River has 28 gauge if you're looking oh, for okay. some. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So that's about it. I will go and look at that. Thanks, Mike. So upcoming events, uh, upcoming events is uh, sponsored by Telus Alpha. It's Canada's, or it's a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. Uh, they help it with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. You should go and check them out at telosalpha.com. So there's room at the chat. Do you want to talk about this? It's yours. Yeah, there's a... Okay. There's a three-gun match at Chaz for November. There's room at it. If you ever wanted to head out to a three-gun match, it's very undersold right now, which means that there's lots of prizes for the people who are going to be coming. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a nice, prizes. relaxing day. We, have, we do random draw prizes at the end of the day to encourage people to stick around to clean up. And uh, it works yeah. really well. Lots of people yeah. stay around. And the, yeah. like, the sponsors, like uh, Brett, who is also a listener, uh, he ran sponsorship this year. I think he ran last year too. And we've been getting like fantastic prizes from sponsors, which helps to keep people around. Yep. <laughs> it helps, helps them stay around when it's time to reload and move a bunch of steel, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. But anyways, that's going to be uh, in two weekends or something like that. I don't know. Okay. It's on practice score. It's on practice score. November's yeah. match. Mm -hmm. November. No. November's a very long day or long month. Practice for shooting your deer multiple times get those okay. double taps in <laughs> if you need the if you need to double tap go your three gun match first and then go deer hunting excellent okay when we go on to the news so i just added these so uh it, these are the donations for the ccfr legal challenge so dynamics shooting sports the bc association donated one thousand six dss sure 
DSS matches. So, right. And thousand three gun matches too. Okay. Do you want to do it? <laughs> they donated that one thousand and sixty dollars to the <laughs> fund for the CCFR. Yeah. Do you want to do the next one too? Oh, uh, here comes <laughs> the Club de Chasse et Pêche et Tier de Farnham. Farnham, yeah. Uh, $500 to the uh, League of Fun thing. And then the Ladysmith Sportsman's Club, 2000. Excellent. Is that full of like lady gunsmiths or lady blacksmiths or what's the deal? Is I there think just lady... lots of ladies sportsman club or is Ladysmith just an area? I think Ladysmith is the actual area. No, I want to believe that it's just lady blacksmiths that lady also blacksmiths shoot guns. Beating yeah. out swords and guns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're all like big and burly. They got like that, the, the blacksmiths like biceps the from like swinging the hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just get on, they get onto the range and they're just destroying it. Of course they are. Yeah, yeah. I want to imagine rock. that this club and exists. It, and then Adriel suddenly woke up in a cold sweat and went, aw. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not real. It's just a dream. You could start it, Adrian. You could work on this. Yeah. You got lots of land out there. Do see what you can do. Yep. All right. It's good to have dreams, brother. Have dreams. Okay. <laughs> Anything in the news? I don't know. Uh, we don't have to go to an election. That's good. Yeah. It's good. I know that the conservatives voted mm-hmm. for the uh, the election, but uh, they would have got their ass handed to they them. They knew it. They knew it wasn't going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Right? it was just yeah. posturing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's been it. All right. COVID okay. still a thing. COVID is ah, still a thing. I guess right. so. Yeah. Just okay. checking. Trump still ah. a jerk. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everything's status quo then. All <laughs> that's, right. That's all the news. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be talking about new gun stuff, but before we do, we're going to be talking about our new sponsor, which is Bolt Action Coffee. Slamfire Radio is now a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches and quite honestly, some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. You can go and get it sent to your house by going to boltactioncoffee.com. Use the discount code SLAMFIRE when you're ordering. Right now, there is a special limited edition roast on it's called the 11th hour and order that and have it sent to your home prior to uh remembrance day i went and i ordered some and i am excited to be getting it so yeah so why don't you tell us about uh new gun stuff i can't remember if i covered this one last week or not the cz brand 2 ms did i cover it it's sweet it's like uh everything you want in like an ar replacement but uh, right. So they brought in the pistol versions. Pistol versions have like this little bit of pick rail at the back. Um, those got deemed as restricted because they're pistols, right. but not prohibited. Not a prohibited AR variant. So they make a carbine version, mm-hmm. and now the places are working at, get on, at getting those in country. So that will be cool because those are estimated to have a, a price of around two thousand dollars, and they're they're good quality guns they're cz guns right so uh very uh, encouraging man uh, that is an expensive replacement for a 700 dollars ar uh, yeah what do you i mean but I, I i revised my three gun article in, in canada uh, this uh, this week and i finally took down like just get an ar you would you don't need anything else it's like oh okay well now you do 
And here's yeah. your here's your bad alternatives. If you're Mr. Moneybags, you can go get that uh, B&T uh, APC-223 and get a Swiss mm-hmm. rifle. That's that's fancy, but it's four grand. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's an option, I guess. And then there's this CZ and, you know, a couple other things. That is a sexy little rifle. It is a sexy rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this one, I can't remember if I talked about it or not, but... Um, uh, Wolverine is selling just the upper uh, for the 180s. They're selling a Spectre 7.62 by 39 upper, uh, which is very neat. So if you're that comes with everything, so you could just stick that on your existing lower and uh, you know shoot a deer or something. I guess 7.62 by something. 39 is fine for it. So you know that would work. Yeah, let me just. There's that thing. And then the other thing, uh, and the Herald wanted us to just cover this, is I think we talked about it briefly when it was announced at SHOT Show, but the Remington 700 PRC SBR bolt action. If you were to imagine a bolt action as an SBR, this would be it. (laughs) It's using the uh, standard AR, well, the AR-10 style mags. It's just ugly, though. It's It's kind of angry and... Yeah, it's kind of angly and ugly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. And it is, yeah, very much like a handgun. Uh, Sorry, Harold. I didn't mean small, it ugly. Oh, it's an it AICS is. mag. Sorry, I misspoke. I said it was an Air 10 mag. It's an AICS mag. So 10-round mags. Uh, it's oh, got okay. a stock, which you can use or not. It's in 308, and they have them in 223. And the overall length is very short, 30 inches or so. Yeah, we're going to go to uh, Meaford. Yeah, yeah. You could... Uh, this would be loud. You should put a break on one of these things, and it would so just loud. be terrible. <laughs> a braked 10-inch 308, hey? Sorry, 12-inch. The, the 308 is a 12.5-inch. The 223 is a 10.5-inch. Uh, imagine the recoil on that thing. And Probably not bad, because you're, just, you're burning a bunch of powder outside the, uh, outside the gun. What's the weight on it? Uh, no weight listed. It can't be that that heavy. That'll oh, hurt. Like with a, a light gun, will uh, will recoil uh, yeah. more than a than a heavy yeah, gun. It's will. a three hundred eight handgun. <laughs> it's a three hundred eight handgun. Probably in the U.S., they sell this with a. They would probably sell this with a with an arm brace, right? Like a, a yep. pistol style stock. Yeah, Harold was talking about that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, be a nice yeah. little backpacker. Yeah. Or a quad gun or something like that. If if you if you yeah. wanted to go hunting deer and and have something quick to access on your quad, yeah, yeah, put a red neat. dot on that. Sure, yeah, that'd be sweet. I don't think I'd want to be shooting match with it though, and putting you know fifty rounds through it or a hundred. Why not? Rounds through the day. Uh, that's quitter sure, talk. Because I'm a wimp. That's yeah, quitter talk. <laughs> right. Just don't put a break on it. Because if you put a break on that thing, it would be terrible. It'd be like getting punched in the face. <laughs> a three hundred eight with a twelve inch barrel. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I had that that twelve inch uh, AR that uh, that I ran a break on, and running it, it was like getting a light slap in the face every time you're shooting it. And you're like, man, this is not fun. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Imagine how loud that is as an ARO, because usually I'm the ARO, so I usually I'm the guy standing behind guys shooting those things all day. Mm, terrible, terrible. Suck. Hate you. Yeah, get that nice like push on the sides when when they when they turn and they shoot the stuff that's close to the berm. <laughs> that's when you start getting the the gas coming and hit you in the face. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. All right. 
we're going to get into the main topic. So tonight we wanted to say thank you to uh, both Rob and Ryan for coming on tonight. Uh, they're both from Gothic Line, Gothic Line Armory. Uh, we met them at the Drumheller charity shoot and we thought they were fantastic guys and we wanted to get them on. Uh, we've been trying for a while to get you guys on, but you guys have been so super busy. Like this is actually not a bad thing. I don't think that you're, you've been so busy. But um, yeah, so Rob, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll turn it over to Ryan. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm Rob Ferricks, um, one of the owners of Gothic Line Armory, um, Canadian Forces vet. Uh, did uh, serve time in the um, Canadian Armour Corps, and uh, did all that in Germany. So yeah, had a good time over there on the on the Leopard tanks, and uh, just took that love and that knowledge of firearms, and we rolled it into a into this company. Fantastic. So Ryan, tell us a little bit about you. You're active service, correct? No, no, I'm out. I got out in 2015. Um, oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I did 10 years as a armored reconnaissance officer. Um, yeah, and now I'm a student. So I'm back in school through Veterans Affairs uh, doing a finance degree. So that's part of my gig is doing Gothic and being a student. Fantastic. So yeah. you can actually help help the business with the finance degree too well God, maybe oh yeah well i it's uh yeah it was one of those days again with uh i had a test i didn't know about oh. and my wife was like don't you have class because everything's online now right so oh, my I wife's know. like don't you have class right now i'm like uh oh and i had 20 minutes to write an exam that was worth 20 percent of my mark so oh. yeah so we'll, we'll see how well i know finance when i get okay. my mark back all right. So Gothic Liner Armory. So Rob, do you want to tell us a little bit about your company? How long you've been around? What's the company all about? Yeah. So we're, we're in our third year. So we, okay. we've got a little bit of time in, but we are still relatively new. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we followed that age old business motto, uh, do what you do, do what you know best. So we took that um, knowledge and skills that we had in the military and we focused on tactical and long range. So we, we've, kind of set our stone you know our mark on that and we've been growing um even more so the long range side of things you know with, mm -hmm. the, with the recent uh changes in ottawa on the tactical side it uh we've seen a huge growth in that that long range yeah. precision market so we've we've really kind of said you know what let's go down that road and, and focus on that fantastic Okay, so as I said, we actually met at the Drumheller uh, charity shoot. You brought some of your firearms and you supplied them for our long range uh, yeah. shooting out there. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about why did you actually decide to help out at the Drumheller charity shoot? Well, it was it's uh, it was a great cause. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's never a bad thing when the firearms community comes together um to to spend its time and money and, and help any cause so that was we definitely wanted to be a part of that we we see value in in helping in the community and giving back so um you know so there was there was a 300 meter portion to that to that range and it was a prime example to to uh, show off the ammunition that we sell and and the uh the rifles perfect let's get around to that then a little bit so um you're so, Ryan, where are you located? Uh, I'm in Oak Oaks, just south of Calgary. Okay. And that's where the business is located as well? Uh, business oh. is in Calgary. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and do you want to talk about a little bit about your business model as well, Ryan? 
Yeah. So um, when me and Rob were getting together to figure out how to launch Gothic Line, uh, we, it was a pretty easy conclusion to go, let's go with online only. Um, okay. every, I mean, that's where the market's going, right? You look at Amazon, you look at yeah. every other, you know, kind of click and, and ship business. Um, I, I don't want to say that brick and mortar is dead because usually get, you know, people jumping on me when I say that, yeah. but I mean, even look at COVID, right? Like the businesses that have fared really well have been the ones that have been able to adapt very rapidly and not being tied down to a lease, um, makes that happen. So that's what we do is, is we are an online only business. You know, we're very, okay. uh, we're very customer forward. So if there's something that you don't see, we can source it very quickly from our website. Right. So that's kind of our, and our, our flagship, uh, again, when we were trying to nail down what to bring in and what was going to anchor our business, me and Rob, we're both like, well, let's go black Hills, right? right. Like let's do premium ammunition stuff that, in, is equal to or beats out in many cases people's hand loads and okay. you don't have to spend your time loading it so yeah that's been a, that's been our bread and butter okay so you want to actually ryan why don't you tell us a little bit more about some of the product that you do offer other than the black hills ammunition what are some of the other things that you offer as well uh we're, we're also uh big supporters of trigger tech so we've had trigger tech uh you know, the two stage, the single stage diamonds for the Remington 700s. Uh, I mean, we had the AR triggers, but unless you've got one of the, you know, rifles now that can actually use them, um, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, international barrels is another huge one of ours. Uh, we work very closely with Ryan Stacy, um, bringing new product in, talking with him when there's innovations that are happening with their company. We're uh, always online with him trying to, Get, get in front of that market before, you know, perhaps others. Um, you know, we, we deal with CADEX. We deal with, uh, oh, I could pull up the, the list. There's been so many, when we, yes, MDT has been, has been a, a big one for us as well. Um, I was going to go into a little bit of the history, especially when online only. Sure. There, was, there was a lot of uh, initially some, some pushback from right. certain you know to get in on with distribution because guys really want brick and mortar um but you know what after meeting a lot of guys face to face and you know just being real uh it, it opened a lot of doors for what we could bring in distribution wise um mm -hmm. yeah it's uh we've we've sold um we're into like minox optics as well zero compromise optics uh sperm mount so we, we kind of really went uh, the higher end because that's especially I'm a buy once, cry once kind of guy. So I like really nice things. And <laughs> it's... Uh, we all do. It, right? <laughs> it's definitely been... It, it's been great learning curve jumping in, you know, both feet in the deep end that way. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited with... I mean, I don't think shots really going to happen, but to see kind of what's going to be debuted here in the next yeah. couple months and see how the market is going to flush out come spring and get in the PRS right. season again. Right. Uh, you mentioned shot. I'm not sure it's going to happen as well. You never know. Hey, it's Las Vegas, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but we also have TACOM as well. Have you, are you guys planning to come to that? We have it's in always, the past, yeah. but yeah, no, it's always, we're open to everything. It's awesome. I love getting in front of people, you know, face to face 
Yeah. Other than on, you know, on calls or on Zoom. And that's just, you know, a great time. Like CS AAA show when it's here in Calgary, like getting yep. to really just hang out with guys. And I, I would love to go to Capcom. We just got to get it all lined up. Yeah. So it's supposed to be in April this year. We've, but you never know. Let's yeah, see if we have COVID. Um, Rob. Yes. Uh, let's back up the bus just a little bit. Can sure. you tell me about 712? Because that is what your company. So if you, that, like when you look at, yeah. Anything. That's what your that's what your logo is and seven twelve is, is is what we developed as a brand. We were very brand conscious. Um when you look at, at the some of the big, you know, uh businesses in the world like Harley Davidson, Snap on, they, they they thrive heavily on branding. And I think branding is key. It builds loyalty, it builds followers, it it just it drives businesses. So we Ryan and I sat down and looked at a brand. Um that represented Gothic Line Armory. So when you look at our our past with the Armor Corps and our service there, um, Gothic Line is a battle honor from my regiment, the 8th Canadian Hussars. So that's where that name came from. And we just took that down the road. And when you look at the heavy armored vehicles within the Canadian military, they have a black Canadian flag with a white yeah. border. So we incorporated that as, as the basis of our of our branding. And then the 712 is just, uh, you know, G is the seventh letter of the alphabet and, and L is the 12, right? So 712 represents Gothic line. So it just kind of, it takes us, it takes Gothic line armory and it puts it in a very excellent package. And mm-hmm. it, uh, it, it just represents everything that we are and what we do. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's really classy and it's really classic. Yeah. So yeah, Thank you. uh, you're paying homage to, you know who you are and what you've done so thank you for that yeah. as well can you tell us a little bit about some of the affiliations who are you affiliated with i'll give you if people are watching <laughs> they might know by the hat i'm wearing but do you want to talk about those as sure. well okay. yeah i mean i, I will we'll probably go before we touch the hat sure um if, if one of the things that we're happy to have for affiliation is, is a fantastic um rifle building company in, in Ladue mm. called em precision uh yeah. rifle so um, they're one of Canada's premier uh, rifle builders. If, uh, I don't know if people are following, but they were actually recognized by Trigger Tech as one of Canada's outstanding uh, rifle building companies. So we've partnered up with those guys uh, late last year and came out with our own rifle brand. So we got mm. the GLA 712 rifle series. Um, right. Do you want to show it? Yeah, I got one here. This is this is the demo mine uh, for the 308. Yeah, it's beautiful. So yeah, so this is. You know, we have this in the 308. Um, we got one in at six and a half Creedmoor that's still on the website. Okay. So that's that is the GLA 712 series. Um, we've named them after tank guns. So the 308 is the uh, L73 mm-hmm. um, and on like that. So we have that. So we're very proud to have and fortunate to have that affiliation with EM Precision. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then to go back to what you were wearing, the hat, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we feel strongly and that again when you look at the long range precision shooting ryan and i feel strongly that when you sure you can go out buy one of our rifles you can have a rifle build go buy yeah, some what... of the you know the high-end you know factory rifles having a very good rifle does not mean you will be a good shot it does right. not mean 
It doesn't guarantee that you'll be a consistent, accurate shooter. It goes a long way to helping you with that. But unless you have those fundamentals of, of precision shooting, you're, you're really just kind of spinning your wheels. So we really believe in education. And when you look at, again, when we fall back on our roots of the, of the military, you don't go anywhere without training, right? They, if, everything is, is broken down into steps and squads and, you know, pretty much walking is, 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 a, is a course in the military. So we believe in that. And we started looking outside to see who was out there available that we could, you know, start getting a relationship with. And um, we landed on call sign six, six with the fantastic guys. Um, another group of Canadian veterans um, with an incredible um, uh, mission statement as mm-hmm. far as, as far as, you know, that long range schooling. So we, we've grown that relationship and we've now um, like, September this year, we hosted one of their uh, fundamental courses uh, with nine people. So that went off amazing. Mm-hmm. And we will definitely be doing more of those uh, every year for sure. Perfect. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, great. We've had Miles on the show previously, obviously. And, and yeah. yeah, really, really, uh, really want to support them as well. And I saw that you actually had your own course with them as well. So that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you did mention. Um, a little bit about um, just prior to, to to talking about call sign six six. You mentioned that uh, obviously you have your rifles available, but if people actually want you to build a rifle for them and, and you know uh, put it together for for them, you yeah. you're able to do that and uh, to source some stuff specifically for them if it's not available as well we just wanted to start asking about that yeah like we'll definitely we, we love the conversation we, we've been seeing more of that and we've been having lots of conversations with people mm-hmm. so we can definitely talk about like what you're looking for what your budget is you know what your intended kind of where you want to be do you want to like a part of a hunter with it do you want to strictly use it for target shooting did you want to compete prs we love having those conversations and putting together a package Mm-hmm. Uh, we ourselves, like I said, we're not gunsmiths, but with that partnership with EM Precision, um, I mean, you're, if you were to buy a complete rifle package from us in parts, you're free to go where you feel, you know, wherever you want for gunsmith. Right. But EM Precision it does have a, um, a discount with us. Mm-hmm. So if you were to, to go to EM Precision after buying components from us, right. um, there is a discount on their labor for, for doing that. So, yeah, definitely okay. we can. We can help you get a, a custom built turnkey unit for sure. Fantastic. Can somebody just come to you, Rob, and say, "Hey, here's all the parts I want." You get them to to your uh, gunsmith, and then ship the customer back a finished gun. If somebody already has the parts, there's kind of really no sense in talking to us. Um, I mean, I would happily, um, you know, if they came to us asking, you know, where to go, I would definitely put them on EM Precision. But if somebody was uh, to come to us. In regards of, you know, look, I, I want to build a rifle. I want to get into the long range. I really don't know where to start. Um, we're, you know, we're a great resource to have that conversation and uh, and just work through that, right? Like, hey, right. what's your budget? What's your yep. goal? Um, you know, what are you looking for? You know, what kind of look do you want? Um, and we can definitely put together a group of parts and, and then uh, help you out with that. Right. So it, you guys have some great, great uh 
partnerships. Like you were talking about IBI, you're yeah. talking about Steve over at uh, EM Precision. Like you have some great partnerships. So if people actually want to put together a rifle and then they actually want to get some training behind that too, you can make those yep. recommendations, right? Exactly, right from the start. Um, this this here is another example. I got all kinds of toys here today. <laughs> this, this is another great example of, of what we can do. So this rifle was put together for my wife. Um, Your wife's so lucky. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> see, you know, she expressed the interest in it. Yeah. And, and uh, so I was like, I took the opportunity to to build her this very, very beautiful rifle. It's beautiful. But it, this is built with every component that we sell. Awesome. Um, and it's also a full Canadian build too, which was very awesome in that regards too, right? So yeah. this is an example of what we can get done, uh, what we can put you on. And this thing is definitely a sub MOA hammer for sure. Mm -hmm. So shooting attacks, awesome. shooting the Black Hills. Awesome. So we can, we can definitely, that's what we can get together for people. And we can spec out that kind of, that kind of awesomeness. Okay. Ryan, what types of things are people really looking at? What do types of things are people buying? What caliber are they buying? Are they doing more uh, PRS? Or are they buying stuff for hunting? What um, are people buying right now? Our big sellers are like the 168, 175 grain 308 match ammo. Uh, it's timeless. I mean, whatever guys are using it for, whether they are, you know, PRS or doing their own long range stuff, uh, are also our, our biggest seller too. Along with that is the 5.56, the 77 grain OTM. That was really popular with the non-restricted AR platforms. Um, again, everyone's kind of shipped in their focus a little bit, but there's still mm -hmm. a lot of demand. People are coming to us all the time for, uh, for asking about that ammo, if we can get it. We've got, we're on the line with, with Black Hills trying to sort out shipments you know, for whatever we can bring in, right? Like okay. everything, there's a little bit of a border bottleneck right now, but... It is what it well, is. I was, I was going to ask what's going on right now with uh, with ammo. Are you seeing some issues? <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think across the board, the U.S. is having obviously a shortage, right? And we are such a small market in Canada mm -hmm. that we will kind of get pushed off a bit, right? Now, Black Hills has worked with us very closely, and they've been great with giving us realistic timelines and not, you know, blowing smoke. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it is what it is. We live in a we live in Canada and we have to deal with punches that we get. And when we order from when, them, we try to order big it. enough, right? Yeah. Order big enough to sustain people that have put in orders and for how long it's going to take for the next one. Right. But yeah. right now we're just in kind of a friction, I guess, trying to work out a few things. Okay. COVID, do you think COVID actually impacted that at all, manufacturing down in the U.S.? Probably. It, it, yeah. I don't know necessarily if it was Black Hills because I don't know how they were running their staff. But but certainly there was, yeah. uh, you know, especially at the beginning when everyone was like, you know, everyone's going to die. So everyone kind of took a second to re readjust and kind of look at the picture. So yeah. I don't know. It's, who knows. Okay. All right. Uh, Adriel. You got anything? No, sounds good. I mean, um, if you could sum it up, it, it sounds like uh, Black Hills ammo, uh, mm -hmm. and then some some really nice precision rifles. Mm -hmm. um, are there any other specialty products that you guys carry that uh, no one else has? 
no one else has. I well, mean, few people gonna, have a, because they, I think like, yeah, like, part of part of offering specialty stuff. Like I haven't, I haven't, I, I don't see Black Hills ammo carried anywhere. So yeah, the fact yeah. you guys are bringing it in, it's like okay, well, that's where you have to go. Um, yeah. But then also precision rifles. Um, uh, what, what else do you guys have that's uh, that's interesting and that's a big, a big seller? Well, I mean barrels too, right? Like again yeah. with, mm-hmm. with IBI, uh, the twenty two game is kind of I you know I think is the big up and comer right now. So I mean, I know you know IBI barrels and twenty two. I think people are going to start scrambling for them pretty quick, right? Like I grabbed one fairly early on, and it's it's a laser, right? an absolute mm-hmm. laser. So I know that there's some uh, R and D happening on that side as well, right? To, to make even better twenty two barrels. Yeah, um, yeah. We yeah. were just talking uh, before the show here about. Um, the fact that it's so hard to get 1022 parts right now because yeah. uh, the guys that typically have it are kind of sold out of all, all of a lot of the yeah. stuff. So it's, it's hard yeah. to, it's hard to like make like a, like a decent uh, 22 rifle right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. People are yeah. getting into the PRS side of things, but they're doing it from the 22 because one is going, it's cheaper. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they can't get out there to shoot long range because uh, yeah. there's some issues and different things like that. So people are reverting or the new, new thing to do is go out and shoot uh, 22. Yeah. So do the mm-hmm. ORPS or PRS, CRPS. Yeah. So. Well, you can look at the, in the past, I'd say like five to 10 years, the quality of 22 ammo that you're getting in Canada is yeah. insane, yeah. right? It isn't the days of buying the CCI, you know, the the big bucket of CCI for a gopher shooting. Now, you yeah. know, you're getting, you're getting Elian, you know, yeah. you got your Lapua stuff. Like it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. So I think, I mean, that obviously is driving a lot of, well, now I got to have really good parts to complement that really good ammo. Is this something that you guys are considering? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. No, we uh, again. That's the beauty of online. We can pivot very yeah. quickly compared to other businesses. So yeah. that's definitely on our agenda. That's your marketing degree. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even like even the ammo, like you, you buy like uh, a nice box of twenty-two ammo is still not even close to a nice box of centerfire ammo. It's probably not yeah. even close to like a crappy box of centerfire ammo. Yeah. So it's very it's very easy to buy like that high quality Gucci stuff for your twenty-two mm-hmm. and not break the bank. Yeah. I although like my twenty-two build, I think I broke the bank. Like I started. <laughs> Again, I get these, the good idea fairy comes down and it starts, oh, know. you know, you know, <sighs> I really need this. And then I just the rabbit hole. Like if you go on my social media, you'll see we built the black widow is what I, I dubbed it. It's uh, black with red spiral fluting in it. And it's just, yeah, all the, all the best things I could put in it. So what kind of action was it like a voodoo or no, actually this is, I started building it actually like two years ago um, on a CZ four, five, five. Oh, and I was, okay. and then this is before like the deuce and the voodoo and all these mm-hmm. ones started really coming out. So I was kind of married to it with the barrel I chose mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's pretty slick though. Right. I think I would love to have a voodoo or a deuce and I probably will, but right now the action is working just fine. So, so basically you took a Honda and you made it into a Ferrari. 
<laughs> yeah, with a yeah. A four fifty five is not a Honda. That's like it's <laughs> like a nice Corvette, like an Acura. Or it, it's, yeah. it's, and that's a thing, right? Like the action is really your barrel is is the engine. You know, like your action is just feeding the gas into it, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it feeds and ejects, and it's the, the barrel, my IVI barrel. I just can't say enough about the stuff that they're doing. Well, yeah. yeah. We've had Ryan on too. He's he's that that company is fantastic as well, and it's good yep. to see it actually. So somebody had commented on our on our feed about it. They they your their interest was piqued by the fact that you were able to build a rifle that was all Canadian, Canadian, yeah. you're all Canadian parts. So you yep. can do that. Yeah, absolutely. There's we have tremendous options in in Canada when you look at it uh, for barrels. Mm-hmm. Of course, we, we've been talking lots about IBI and we deal with those guys. Um, probably not, not as well known, but in Edmonton, there's KS Arms. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our rifles, our Rome rifle brands are built with uh, the KS Arms barrels and they shoot phenomenal, right? So you, there's two barrels right off the hop, Canadian. Actions, we've got the Ultimatum. Um, the one I built for my wife, I used a Cadex action. So there's, you know, Cadex, Sheepdog, Four Lug. It's a phenomenal action, short throw, 50 degree action. It's just incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, super fast. Um, so yeah, we go, you know, your chassis, MBT, they're pretty much taking, they're pretty much owning the world market for chassis. Yeah, right? I would say they are number one. So it's, it's almost impossible to go wrong with an MBT chassis. So you got that, but we also have Cadex if we wanted to go. So we have at least two choices for anything Canadian to build an all Canadian rifle and they would they're just hammers there's no reason why you can't be sub MOA out to 500 meters all yep. day long with these rifles as long as you've got the uh, the skill to pull it oh and that's the, the, the trigger trigger attack trigger so yeah yep. I am such a huge fan of their two stage like I cannot yeah. say enough about it I'm not a single stage guy right like coming through the military learning marksmanship that way it's all two stage and yeah, it's, you know, the single stage, just, I don't get it. Like, it's just not my, my brain doesn't it's click. Not, it's not your jam. I like, <laughs> no, I like I, a free gun when I need, I need to, like, I need that, get at the I need that take up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I need the take up. It's yeah. kind of like that first threat indicator. And then it's, yeah. pull it. but yeah, no, if, if anyone's got a 700 action, get the two stage. I am, I am door to door Sunday mornings telling people about it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Dave, do you got anything for the guys? I got nothing that uh You got nothing? Complete. I got nothing. All right. Um yeah. Well, thanks for coming on t- tonight, guys. But before you leave, can sure. you tell us where can people where can people get a hold of you? Where can people reach out to you? Yeah, it's easy. It's just uh www.gothiclinearmory.ca. Um Fantastic. we're there, that's our website. We're on social media, we're on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Um, we do lots of posting on the because um, uh, we are a business member of the uh, CCFR. Yeah. So we do. Well, yes, yeah, so we do. You know, <laughs> love those guys. So we do lots of post- posting on the Facebook group there. Yeah. So definitely lots of ways to get a hold of us. Fantastic. Yeah. You're on the yes. Instagrams. Yes, yep, I have. I uh, my IG is armed underscore and underscore ginger. Just so, if anyone's looking to see hey! what kind of tomfoolery I'm into, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there you go. Face to the IG, right there. There you go. Okay. All right. 
Well, uh, check you guys out on both. Uh, you, you, you actually post a lot on Instagram. Yeah, both, we do. The, both of you do actually. So, but also on Facebook as well, you got some great things happening there. And then also check out yeah. their website as well. Go buy some stuff from these guys. Yeah, dude. absolutely. Yep. They're and awesome. then uh, look, start looking forward to the, uh, the new year when we got some courses coming up, we'll be doing, um, the uh, call sign six, six will be hosting their fundamentals course every year and uh, looking at doing at least one of their other ones during the year. Yeah. Fantastic. In Calgary area. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Or, I mean, we were in Tabor this last one, so even further oh, South right. and yeah. And uh, one of the other courses perhaps we're looking at is going to be more in the Edmonton area. So it's going to be yeah. Alberta based, but we'll be yeah. around with them. Cool. That's awesome. Again, thanks for coming on, guys, tonight. Really yeah, happy yeah, that thank you. you finally came on. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Sense. Thanks once again to both Rob and Ryan for coming on in Gothic Line Armory. They are fantastic people. You should really, really support them. They're Canadian. They're ex-military. They're friends of ours. They got some cool ammo. They got some really cool, not only just ammo, all kinds mm, of stuff. They're like, I, I was looking at their... Uh, yeah, it's uh, Black Hills stuff, and they've got they've got some of the like if, if you're going to run two two three and three gun, I just run the blaster fifty five grain. If I needed to shoot long range though, fifty five grain's not very good for that kind of thing. And you kind of need to run like a seventy or a seventy seven, and they have loaded seventy seven grain ammo. So if you can't be uh, bothered reloading your own, go and buy the stuff to use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're nice guys. So go by it. Cool. Awesome. Let's get into listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DZ Gunsmith. It's a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Hey, what else does he offer? I was listening Old last bluing, week. rust bluing, Ring. wood bluing, <laughs> any kind of bluing you want. Is there that what you're you looking go. for? Yeah, because you said that last week. It was awesome. Yeah. You were throwing things in. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. And you can also obviously check him out on Instagram and also on Facebook, too. He has all his product there. And, um, yeah, we didn't have anything special for you, him this week. So, But just go and check him out because he's got stuff, lots of stuff. Correct? Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything new. Anyways. All right. Okay, so I heard that we kept this one in from Josh V. Just for you. Last week. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's, I'll do this one if you want to do the next one, okay? Sure. Okay, all right. So from Josh V, it says, Hi, guys. A few things have crossed my mind. First, I'm sure the world is curious about Kelly's new gray birch barrel on her 1022 and what she thinks of it. Love it? Question mark. Hate it? Question mark. Improve accuracy? Question mark. And better heat dispersion worth the money. Okay, so seriously... Josh, I think you got the point by the time that we get to this email in this show that all of us at Slamfire Radio loves those rifles and receivers because we all have them now. <laughs> I just got mine. I'll do accuracy <laughs> testing shortly. That, okay. This weekend, in fact. Right. So I have, I've shot mine. I love it. I've also let pretty much everybody who wants to shoot mine shoot it. So I've taken them to all the events in the past month and anybody who has actually shot it has been doing fantastic with it accuracy is fantastic the um well 
you know, it's a 22, so better heat dispersion. It's a 22, whatever. Uh, and also, uh, the more that it's, it seems the more that people are shooting at the, it's becoming even more accurate. So just, you know, and also, as we said earlier in the show, you need to really go and uh, check out uh Great Birch Solutions and get the 15% off. Are we actually able talking about that now or are we still, you know? Well, I was just trying to like kill two birds with one stone and get people to follow Project People Seed Group. Right. So I've been so saying like, no, you can't get the code. You have to go like the group and then the code's in the group. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not going to mm-hmm. tell them what the code is. They have to go Correct. Like yeah. So like us on Facebook mm-hmm. and then you'll get the code. Well, you know, you got to like the Project People Seed Group. Correct. That's where the code is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go and do that. And then you can get the code and then you can get 15% off. So it's, yeah. Anyways. All right. So he goes on to say, second, uh, are there any handgun fundamental courses around our area in southeastern Ontario? Mm, no, not really. There is. So I put in some information because one, Adriel is in Alberta. Trevor is actually in New Brunswick. So there's me. Uh, there's not really a lot of handgun fundamental courses. Uh, Schoolhouse 2.0, which is in Brockville, they occasionally have them. So you can go and take them there. Um, I took mine with Rick Woods. He's from Fire Art Solutions Training. By the way, I'll see him tomorrow or Saturday. So I'll ask him if he's doing any more of them as well. There's not a lot of fundamentals course here in, at all. Yeah, for pistol um, at all. Black badge. There is black badge, but it's not a fundamentals course. Not really. But it's kind of close-ish. No, you need to be able to fire your your shoot your pistol prior to mm-hmm. going to a black badge, mm-hmm. and you might learn bad things by the time you get there. So, I know that in the Ottawa area, they that uh, Remy uh, Remy he does some courses there so i'll ask around a little bit more but the only one that i can really think of is school has 2.0 and brockwell that does them occasionally that's it uh lastly uh i linked through your website to the cabela's website and i filled my card i think that's supposed to be card with items and then i got distracted away from the computer uh during the time the website timed out and when i came back to it i had to log in with my password again but I was still on the shopping cart screen. I finalized my purchase at that point. I'm curious to know if Slamfire will receive the credit, even though the website had timed out. I hope you got credit. Uh, there were a package of uh, six full-bodied goose decoys and a uh, package of 12 decoy shells, uh, along with a couple of decoy bags, I believe. Uh, there's also a second order of some ammunition, 22 Wildcat, uh, that were there for $3 a box. Um, yeah, we'll get credit for it, even though the cart. Probably. Correct? Yeah, I'm Probably. assuming. Yeah. You can, you can I'm not check that. look right now. No. But I, I could on another show if I, yeah. if I get an advance notice. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so I think so. Uh, there's another email about that, by the way. We have to add it as part of our weekly. Saying what people bought? Yeah, they want it. All right. That's all for today. Keep up the good work. And if you didn't receive credit for it, then I know that I have to be more careful next time. Thanks, Josh. All right. You want to hear, want to talk, want to read Jorgen? Do the, make, the, make the text become words. <laughs> <He's> a, <yeah. laughs> I'm Jorgen. Jorgen? Jorgen? Jorgen. 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 
Very good. Uh, hey, I've been trying to catch your shows live for a few weeks now. I've searched your website. And I can't figure out when and where your podcasts are live streamed. If this info isn't pro- posted prominently, maybe you could add it to the website. Thanks from Jorgen. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. Yes. I suppose we could put it on the website. We also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. We should probably post all of that on the website. So, and just prominently, Mm -hmm. and then people Mm -hmm. click on that. And then we Mm -hmm. can also do like, we can tell people about it, but we advertise through Facebook that we, we record live on Facebook. So it's predominantly where we talk about we're going live or maybe we're going live and we've delayed it by an hour like tonight or we've delayed it by a day like last week or whatever. We're very inconsistent. We're consistently inconsistent. How, no, we're consistent. But it's on Facebook. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, We do live streaming there. We used to do it through uh, YouTube, but we're no longer allowed to hold firearms in they a live video. They don't trust us to hold the firearms on live streams. Right. Because we're not trustworthy people. Well, you're we're not, not qualified. We're I not am. like we don't instruct or anything like that. We're not. No, we don't. Just not trustworthy. Okay. Uh, so from Travis, it says, "Evening, folks. Finished listening to 375 with Ian Runkle. By the way, he was fantastic. I love that. It was oh, so good. It was a very informative session and a pleasure to hear from an authoritative." figure with knowledge and insight in the legal detail, especially with the current climate we find ourselves in. Uh, with his videos, while his videos are great, it would be nice to have him do a podcast again in the future, perhaps taking Q&A. Oh, that's a really good idea. And giving his legal perspective on scenario-based events. Oh, maybe that might be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically no that'd be bad for example moving with uh moving to a new residence with a in possession with a new prohib via the oic actually that's already in the oic read it okay legal standing determination of the frt with the rcmp changes etc also for future episode it'd be interesting as a new brunswicker to hear from mp mike holland He's the MP who does the DNR Um, now that he's been reelected and what his plans are for the next four years uh, as a majority and what more good work he has planned, by the way, just like Trevor read your email. Yeah. Because such a thing is happening. Mike's coming on. Anyways, keep up the good work. Enjoy listening every week. And that's a yes on the opinions, positive or critical, or mostly criticism about Cabela's C gear bought. Even uh, going back over time would make for a funny new segment on the show, Travis. So it needs to be added, Adriel. Okay. Just right. like, you know what I should do? What should you do? I should ask Cabela's to sponsor that section. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. They can Maybe over the winter. Maybe if I get like motivated over the winter. Oh, you're going to have lots of time over the winter. Oh, yeah. Going to have weekends. Ah. Where I'll be able to shoot and stuff if I want to. If you want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Corey Johnson saying, hello, Meaford wife. Hello, Corey. <laughs> By the way, I told him that he is not allowed to to actually defect to Alberta. It's too late for that. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but he's not in your province anymore. He's in mine. 
I still actually claim him as Ontario. Good luck. Possession okay. is nine-tenths of the law, and he, he is in my province. Oh, well, I'll kidnap him next time he's here then. All right. Do you want to talk about Chris, or do you want to read this thing from Chris? Uh, from Chris. Hi, team. So it's a very different email from my original plan. I wrote it, and I noticed that it went beyond the original subject. I don't know if you listen to the show, Chris, but we kind of do that every once in a while. Chris is a regular listener. And I realized that while the subject is still valid, it's probably not the best way to achieve what I want, what we want, what we all want. The summary of my original email, uh, if you don't know someone involved in sports shooting who could help navigate through everything, doing it on your own is a lot of effort. Ten paragraphs condensed to one sentence. What I want is freedom to continue enjoying shooting sports and hunting. In order to get there, those trying to eliminate legal gunnership in Canada have to be a niche majority, uh, minority. How do we do it? Making more people aware that, uh, of what hunting and sports shooting are, how safe and fun it is, clearly is one thing that needs to be known broadly. But it will not bring millions to the sport. Yeah. Fighting anti-gunners with facts is not working. They don't care. Uh, so maybe we should start using their tactics that prove to work for them, fear-mongering. They try to scare Canadians that guns will kill everyone. Majority doesn't care about guns and would be fine if guns did not exist. Confiscation mm-hmm. does not affect them. Uh, so the more I think about CCFR's constitutional challenge focused on property rights, the more I'm convinced that this may be the way to win the public. Instead of responding to anti's attacks on guns with rational facts, we should show that allowing the guns confiscation to proceed opens the door to ban anything else without any real justification. Someone got stabbed, ban knives. Someone got killed by a car, ban cars. If the driver was drunk or high, ban alcohol and drugs. Someone died as a result of a sports injury, concussion in football, hockey, etc., ban sports. The more ridiculous examples, the better. But if they have to plant the seed of fear in people's minds, they may initially brush it off, but they may get back to thinking later about the possibility of it actually happening. And to drive the point home, We need to use examples like what the liberals said they would not do and then later did. COVID response is a good one right now. When China introduced restrictive lockdowns early on, the government said that something like that would never happen in Canada. Short time later, we had it. Mm. Uh, Examples from the past and uh, from other countries that once had little freedom was taken away. It was the start of a collapse. We have to understand the subject. Stop talking about guns. People don't care and don't understand. And start talking about the principles of freedom and maybe we'll try to scare them more uh, than they are scared by the antis. Mm. I tried, and I noticed that there's either no response, people are surprised, don't know how to react, or they try to laugh it off, but you sense some concern. Just my two cents. Cheers, Chris. Yeah. A couple of those are, like, I I really love ballying out the picture of a grocery store in Australia where they have a, you have to show ID to buy these plastic knives. Because they're knives, and therefore you they're have to be tempting. 18 to buy them. Right. I, love, I love getting that one out. Uh, the gel blasters one in, in Australia is, is good as well. They banned airsoft, and now they banned gel blasters. And it's like, what's next, cap guns? <laughs> and, but, a lot of, uh, but a lot of people will go, meh, I don't really care, right? It's like, I don't really care. Or I also have talked to people about it, and they're going, well, you know what? It's because of safety. 
I'm okay with being inconvenienced, or I'm but like okay the, like with... toys, like banning yeah. like gel blasters and toys, toy right. guns. You're banning toy guns. That's like that's the right. thing that that's that's the priority. Well, you know what? Right Nobody should actually uh, should support that, right? It's a gun. So I'm being sarcastic, by the way. You know yeah. that that person <laughs> that person's too far though. Like there, yeah. there's only there's only a a moderate or neutral person you can. Uh, move you will never move the anti-gunners but that's no. okay they're crazy like right. there's there's no logic in in what they're doing um there's logic in the strategy like when i look at what the doctors are doing with that local that last uh uh report they put out it's very strategic oh absolutely it's, it's, there was a reason um, why it dropped at this time too correct they dropped it just before they had like a day of action two days right. ago and they, they dropped it action. they dropped it like a day or before or two before that so it was like right. trying to pump up their uh, P, it was a PR piece for their, for their is, day of action. It was exactly that. Yeah. But it was also, there's a reason why the day of action was then too, is because it's mental health week, focusing yep. on mental health awareness. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah. yeah. They knew they'd get animals. Yeah. They'd get a little bit of play on it. But uh, exactly. yeah, so I, I, I do agree with that side. Um, I'm not sure Canadians care as much about property rights or, or feel threatened about their property rights as much as I would like them to be. Cause when no, you think about it, right. we're like charter, right? Do you have a charter right to property? No, you don't nope. have a charter right property. The government can seize anything they want to at any time. I just feel that most people, um, even when you give them the examples, Australia is banning toy guns well, and knives them- and everything. And there are people are like, yeah, that won't happen in Canada, but like, we're just no. like, what, 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 15, 20 years behind Australia and right. New Zealand? Like JT is looking at uh, Jacinda and, and he wants what she's got. And a lot of what she's been doing is uh, authoritative left kind of a, kind of stuff, right? Well, yeah, just basically yeah. stepping on and on rights and yes. not yeah. caring about That's it. very so. authoritarian left thing to do. <laughs> right. okay. But the Canadian government has done that. Anyways, the Canadian government has done that as long as the Canadian government has been around. I, I used an example. I gave an example uh, recently uh, about the guy who was from, um, he's from Belleville and uh, basically, or Trenton. So Trenton's about an hour from me and it's CFB Trenton is there and they wanted to actually move JTF from uh, Joint Tactical. Anyways, from Ottawa and they wanted to move it over to Trenton and they wanted actually his land. And he said, no, I'm not giving you my land. And they're going, well, we'll give you a really good, you know, we'll give you compensation for it. And he goes, no, it's my family land. It's been in my family for, you know, two, 300 years. I want to keep my land. And they're going, well, that's, great fantastic but we're actually going to now seize your property mm-hmm. right so the reality is property is not ours it doesn't matter whether it's ours and it's been in our family for generations it doesn't matter it basically is if somebody if the government wants it they'll seize it so and just exactly with uh, you know with the oic they're saying that there's compensation they don't have to provide compensation Mm-mm. that's mm-hmm. the reality so we don't have property rights in Canada. We don't. Nope. That's it. We don't really have many rights at all. None, that, none, none that can't be violated by a notwithstanding clause. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, send us some more emails if you'd like, and we can actually get depressed. 
<laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm not depressed. I, you know, yeah, I think I'm a that, little uh, bit about it. I am. Uh, okay, so what's what's going to happen recently uh, in the in the meantime? Are the liberals going to have their shit together for uh, no. uh, for this gun buyback? No, no they're not going to have it together. Well, that, There's going to be some sort of they have, there have to be some sort of extension. Uh, so who knows what that's going to look like? None of us has any. Uh, unless you're like a, a liberal party insider, you don't have any way of like influencing that. So why why bother worrying about something that you can't influence? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Okay. If you'd like to email the show, you can email us at slamfireradio at gmail.com. We'd love to read your emails and we'd like to actually talk about it as well. All right. What are you filing? You are filing the bolt release, aren't you? It was sticking a little bit. I'm like, mm, no, I have to fix you right now. I can't wait until the after after the show. I have to uh, do it right now. All I, I hear is right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we do not have any Patreon supporters that are new to us, um, but if you'd like to actually help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com and go search out Slamfire Radio, or you can actually go onto the website. It's this. Is, by the way, I have a question. Is this quite prominent on the website too? What now? You go to the website. Cabela's link. I'm pretty sure the Cabela. Oh, uh, we're good for go for Amazon too. I like. I posted okay. a link to the GLS. That's an encoded link. So if you go click on the thing, even if you don't buy a GLS, you buy some other stuff, helps us out. Cool. So you can actually go to our website and you can click on the Cabela's link or you can click on the Amazon link and we'll get some coinage from that. Show your support uh, for the show. And apparently we're going to add in some place around here, Cabela's and what people are buying so we can, right? We'll set that up soon. All right. Shout outs. Do you got any shout outs, sir, Adriel? Oh, to the Charlie and Tom for they are fantastic. Sticking it out on, on Saturday in the in the freezing cold. I'm wearing all the clothes. Wearing all the clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. uh actually they've been they've been a big help uh, all year really. So yeah. um I I couldn't do a, a ton of maple seeds if I didn't have a bunch Ooh, of IETs okay. that were they were there to back me up and uh, they're there to help me and, and help me make right. it a success. So, yeah, you had somebody who attended the shoot commenting throughout the show as well. They were saying it was very cold. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, mm-hmm. Kelly stuck it out and uh, it was very cold. Can I ask you about <laughs> that? Did all of your, did all of your attendees stick it, it out? No, nope. no, no, no. All right. Some of them, some of them had to, uh, had to take a little break. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it was, a, it was a long day and it was a long day in the cold and, uh, it was a bit much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understandable. All right. Uh, Dave's not here. So I guess he doesn't, we'll give him anyways. Uh, I have a couple of shout outs for shout out is, uh, going out to the Johnsons. Want to thank them so much for hosting us and fantastic. They actually even fed us. So it was fantastic. Oh. Uh, yeah. And also to all of the IITs that attended on the weekend too. Fantastic. Super job. These, these guys were fantastic helping, especially it was so nice to see that one-on-one, but also working with, uh, we had, less IITs on the Saturday and being able to help everybody out as well. So it was, it was great to see. And last I got new t-shirts and I wanted to say specifically to Tim from sick and sick is spelled C I I K apparel or sick.ca. Go and check it out. They have gun t-shirts and he made me a personal one. 
it says 50 cal girl. So I just want to say thank you. It was awesome. I got a bunch of them. I ordered them for some of the ladies that actually, so Tracy and Kelly and uh, Tamara who put together a calendar. I ordered some for them too. So it was great. Go and check them out. Go and order a t-shirt. They're great. Anyways. All right. Uh, so anyways, got anything else you want to talk about? Because we're about to sign off. No, oh, I'm just banging on my gun. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I don't know if you really want to do that. <laughs> but apparently you do. Okay. Uh, check us out on Gun Orders Canada. We're going to actually post this week's link over there too, but you can chat with us anytime. We do check it out a couple of times a week. Uh, like us on Facebook. Really want you to like us on Facebook. Join the CCFR. Also support their legal challenge because you know if you're able to help them out, this is going to be a little bit expensive legal challenge. So, and we want to keep our guns as well. Uh, you guys actually talked about reaching out to your provincial legislature. Legislature, you know what I'm talking about. Legis I can't even talk. The guys at uh, the province. Yeah. Yeah, the people who you know province me. You know, I'd be you know reaching out to Doug. Go and talk to them because municipalities, uh, there's some chatter about that, obviously, especially right now. And also, we'll see you next week. Maybe? Hopefully? Yeah. All right. Bye! So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.